Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're the government and you want to sell a lie, who do you get to sell it for you? Well, if you're the Democrats, you get the media to sell it for you every single time. Now, Donald Trump's team was furious after they found out that Donald Trump's passports were seized in the raid, which the media says you can't call it a raid, of Mar-a-Lago. Now, on the receipt of what was taken, the official receipt, of what was taken from Mar-a-Lago, it did not list passports of the President of the United States of America. And if you want to get a story out there, uh, then you just get the media to sell it for you. Go to, for example, Nora O'Donnell. She is the CBS News anchor, right? The top news person at CBS. And yesterday, she decided to put out this tweet. According to a DOJ official, The FBI is, and then she writes in all capital letters, not in possession of former President Trump's passports. Trump has accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home. She lied to you, by the way. Shortly after, Nora O'Donnell's post, the former president's communication director actually shared an email from Jay Bratt, the top counterintelligence official in the Justice Department's National Security Division, confirming 
that three passports were in fact seized in the raid of Donald Trump's home. They admitted they screwed up and said they would be returned to the former president soon, which they have at this point from what we understand. Quote, we have learned that the filter agent seized three passports belonging to President Trump, two expired and one being his active diplomatic passport. We are returning them and they will be ready for pickup at the WFO at 2 p.m. today. The email to Trump's attorneys read. Now, before I continue on this, I got to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at Legacy pminvestments.com. Now, Taylor Butterwick, who has put this out there, said this is how the fake news works, folks. Biden administration actively feeds them lies or half-truths and lies, and the media willingly amplifies it, advancing a partisan narrative attack on Donald Trump to, quote, make him look crazy. Nor O'Donnell, he then asked the question, did your source, quote unquote, read you this email? Did you bother even asking if they indeed seized the passports? Now, Nora O'Donnell puts this out, right? And she's on the news, right? Prime time. And they have reported it this way on the nightly news. Does she delete the tweet after she's busted lying to the American people, putting out misinformation from CBS? Of course not. In fact, the tweet is still up right now. What she did do is send out another tweet that said this, quote, we are also learning tonight that if any items not contained in the warrant were retrieved during the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, they will be returned. Now, this is how scumbaggy Nora O'Donnell and the CBS News division actually are. They won't admit that they lied to the American people. They won't admit that Donald Trump was right about his passports being taken. They won't admit that their reporting was wrong because, again, I go back to her tweet. It said, quote, new, according to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of former President Trump's passports. Now, if you're going to actually correct that, Nora O'Donnell should have written out, correction, Department of Justice officials are wrong. The FBI is in possession of former Donald Trump's passports, and they are, all caps, going to return them to Donald Trump. She didn't say that. Instead, she says, we are also learning tonight that if any not can, items not contained, if, well, there's no if here, Nora O'Donnell. It's a fact. The FBI had its passports, and the FBI sent a letter and admitted that they had the passports. There is nothing here to imply for even a moment that there's a if involved. It is a fact. You should report the facts. And you say that if any items not contained in the warrant were retrieved during the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, they will be re returned. Again, you're also lying to the American people. 
they are having to return the passports because they took them illegally. Now, speaking to Fox News on Monday, Donald Trump warned about the tremendous danger brewing in the country following the raid on his private residence, saying, quote, there has never been a time like this where law enforcement has been used to break into the house of a former president of the United States. And there is tremendous anger in the country at a level that we've never seen before, other than during very perilous times, Trump said. Now, how does the rest of the media cover this now? Well, if you want to know how scumbaggy they are, listen to MSNBC having to report on the passport issue and take a listen to how they frame it very carefully. Uh, With Republicans, some at least, becoming a a, a bit concerned about just walking the plank for Trump. But Jonathan Lemire, I know. By the way, where are the Republicans that are concerned about walking the plank? For Donald Trump, can you find that person for me? Because I want to meet this Republican out there that you are claiming right now is, quote, concerned about walking the plank. Somebody find that for me. Again, please, somebody find this person. I want to know who this person is. I want to meet this person. I want to talk to this person. Okay, I want you to I want you to introduce me to the Republicans that are becoming, quote, concerned about walking the plank. Can somebody please find that person for me? Right? I want to know this. Tell me where these people are. Where are these conservatives? They're lying. They're making it up. These conservatives that they're talking about there generically are making it up. They're totally full of crap. They are absolutely lying. And everybody knows that they are lying, okay? Every single person knows that this is a lie, but they're going to say it anyway on national TV, right? Now, the Republicans this morning are so concerned, right? They're so concerned about walking the plank for Donald Trump. But we'll, we won't give you a name. If they had a name, they'd tell you the name. They're not giving you a name because they're making it up as they go. And then they go into Trump's passports. Listen. As we try and figure out what we do and don't know so far. Um, but there's also this issue, um, especially Trump making an issue about his passports. Were they taken? Why would they be? What's the story? So, yeah, here in Washington, this was what everyone was buzzing about yesterday. Trump's post saying that his passports were taken. First of all, the idea of why does he have more than one passport? But let's be clear, that does happen. People who travel for government can have <laughs> diplomatic passports. You can have more than one uh, if, if trips line up a certain way. That's not that unusual. Uh, but the idea that his passports were taken raised the question of, well, is he being perceived as a flight risk? Does this mean that charges could be imminent? Now, DOJ later tells us those passports were returned. So, Chuck Rosenberg, I was going to get... By, by the way, I love this, right? They, they, they then imply that the president is a flight risk. The former president of the United States of America, what do you think he's going to do? You think he's going to go to another country that doesn't have extradition? The United States of America? Are you kidding me? So the Secret Service is going to go protect him at the same time he's, he's on a flight risk leaving the country? This is how how evil the, the the media is to imply that the president's going to be indicted. They're going to take his passports, that he is trying to, to, he's a flight risk, right, to leave the country and never return. Remember, that's what a flight risk is, right? Someone that, that abandons their country because they're about to go to jail and they're never going to return. That's what they just implied on NBC News with nothing to back it up. 
because you got to cover for the corruption at the highest levels of the government, right? The, 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 the Mar-a-Lago passports have been returned to, to, to Mar-a-Lago, and the Dutch Department officials have admitted they got it wrong, but the media will still come up with a BS story that Donald Trump is a flight risk. I'm going to rewind it about 20 seconds. Listen to the scumbaggery from NBC News. That his passports were taken raised the question of, well, is he being perceived as a flight risk? Does this mean that charges could be imminent? Now, DOJ later tells us those passports were returned. So, Chuck Rosenberg, I was going to get mm. your take as to what you think this means. Was this simply passports were scooped up with other materials that go through the, the filter team and then they're returned appropriately? Or do you think there's a greater meaning behind this? And we should note the former president's had planned to travel overseas later this month to check out some of his golf course in the United Kingdom. Not clear if that trip can now happen. Right, Jonathan. So a few points. First, you're absolutely right. When I was in government, I had more than one passport. Um, second, it's not necessary, I think, in this case, to take Mr. Trump's passports during a search. Perhaps they were scooped up. Sometimes you do take them. Maybe a drug dealer, and I'm talking about a different case here, obviously, maybe a drug dealer <laughs> is living in the rented apartment of some friend and you want to show for criminal purposes that his passports were there, his toothbrush was there, that's where he lives. So it might be evidence to establish someone's, you know, dominion or control over a particular residence. That's not necessary at Mar-a-Lago. We know who lives there. Uh, it's Mr. Trump. So it could have been. I, I love this, right? It's Mr. Trump. Let's 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 undermine him again by calling him Mr. Trump. Right. Mr. Trump. That's who he is. Mr. Trump, not President Trump. Oh, no, no, no. Mr. Trump. Right. So we're going to we're, we're in the last 45 seconds. They've slandered the president, implying he's a flight risk. They then said he could be treated like a drug dealer, then saying, oh, but I'm not referring to him being a drug dealer. And the and the and the guy who's doing the interview actually laughs. Then they say uh, that, that, you know, well, it's not we know that he lives at Mar-a-Lago, so they don't need to take the passports to show that he lives at Mar-a-Lago. Right. But then but then they say they can understand how this could have happened. And meanwhile, other news channels are saying that it did not happen and now saying, well, it may have happened, but they're not going to admit they got it wrong. Been scooped up inadvertently. It seems like the government gave it back. There's one other point, though, Jonathan, and uh, I think you were alluding to this after somebody is charged. If a judge is going to release them on bond prior to trial. Uh, often, typically, usually, you take their passports. Why? Because you don't want them mm. to flee the country before trial. But that's not the case here either. So it seems to me that it may have been inadvertent. There are interesting issues bound up in the passport. But by the way, that's not the only way to prove travel. As you all probably know from your own travel, your passport doesn't yeah. always get stamped when you go through border control. But there are other databases uh, available to the FBI within the U.S. government that can show someone's travel. So seems to me to be inadvertent. Um, let's see what happens if someone's charged with their pass. Uh, let's see what happens to their passports if somebody's charged. I love this. Seems to be inadvertent, right? Well, they're giving it back to them. So it could be just maybe they wanted to just give the middle finger to Donald Trump and say, hey, this is how powerful we are. We can do whatever the hell we want to do. Maybe it wasn't an accident because they were there for hours and hours and hours. And if you listen to the DOJ and Garland, right, the attorney general, what did what did he say? Okay, what did he say? He said, we did this perfectly. We wanted it to be perfect. We made sure everything was perfect. We were trying to be perfect. Well, then why the hell did you take his passports?
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's another interesting thing that's also happened over the last few hours. Representative Jim Jordan has come forward saying that there are now 14 different FBI whistleblowers that have come forward against the Justice Department after the Donald Trump raid. Yeah. So there's good people in the FBI that are realizing that this building is on fire and realizing the abuse of power, and they don't want to be a part of it. 
Representative Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio, said in an interview that there have now, and, and, and with Trey Gowdy, that there have been 14 FBI whistleblowers who are speaking out against the systemic corruption in their department after the unlawful raid on President Donald Trump's Florida home. Quote, 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers as they are good people. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that is the problem, Jordan said. But some of these good agents are coming to us telling us this is baloney. What is going on? The political nature of how the Justice Department's working. God bless them for doing it, he went on to say, coming and talking to us about the school board issues and about a whole host of other issues. Now, he's referring to the whistleblowers that came forward and exposed the Justice Department labeling parents who went to school board meetings as domestic terrorists. He went on to say it's becoming a well-worn tale of agents who are saying this has got to stop. And thank goodness for them. And thank goodness that the American people are recognizing it. I believe they're going to make a big change on November the 8th, he added, referring to the midterm elections. I want you to hear a little bit more of what Trey Gowdy had to say, as well as Trump's former national director of intelligence, a good friend of mine, John Radcliffe, and what they had to say about all of this. Take a listen. It's important. And why? The top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, Congressman Jim Jordan from the great state of Ohio, and John Lee Radcliffe, who is a former U.S. attorney, former congressman from the great state of Texas, and former director of DNI under President Trump. All right, gentlemen, I mean that. The two most knowledgeable people in terms of contrasting the way the department and the bureau may treat Republicans versus Democrats. You've got uh, allegations of collusion with Russia and you have Hillary Clinton and her documents. Jimmy, I will start with you. For those who say gather the facts, gather the evidence, it also matters who's gathering the facts yeah. and whether you have confidence in them, right? Right, Trey, and, and you're very kind of what you said about John and I, but, but no one was better at getting to the truth and, and, and digging into these things at the Justice Department than you were. So um, thanks for having us on. No, no, you're exactly right. I, I would just throw out the name Kevin Kleinsmith. Remember, this is the guy who altered evidence way back when, back in 16 and 17, when they first started spying on President Trump's campaign. We know that because of the inspector general. God bless his work. So uh, put everything in context. Remember, this is the Justice Department that treated moms and dads as domestic terrorists. This is the administration that's going to unleash 87,000 IRS agents to harass American taxpayers and American families. And now we know this is the administration that raided the home of the former president of the United States and likely Republican presidential candidate in 2024. So these are Sometimes I just step back and say, I cannot believe this kind of stuff is going on in the greatest country ever. And it's, I know, shocking to all of us and a concern. Certainly, I heard it from our constituents over this past week as I was traveling around the district. They, they don't know what to believe. They're so nervous and so scared by what they've seen. Johnny, I listened to you depose Jim Comey, FBI agents, of prosecutors. You were a former federal prosecutor. When you reflect on how they handle Secretary Clinton's case, do you see differences in the way the feds treated her versus the way they treated President Trump? Now, listen to this response, okay, because the compare and contrast here to how they're weaponizing the government to go after Donald Trump and comparing and contrasting it to how they dealt with Hillary Clinton and her actually destroying evidence after she'd been subpoenaed for the documents, 
having her staff literally take hammers to to phones, right? That's something that she actually did. Everybody listen very carefully to this. Well, Trey, I I have to imagine that you and Jimmy uh, and I were among millions of Americans that were choking back disbelief uh, when uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland was talking about how the Department of Justice and the FBI were committed to the even-handed application of the law to everyone, including Donald Trump, when the FBI and the Department of Justice so clearly, as Jimmy pointed out, they don't have clean hands on this matter. And and you, you mentioned Jim Comey. You have an FBI director who has admitted that Donald Trump was treated differently under the law uh, than Barack Obama and and Democrats. Remember, uh, you had an FBI director in Jim Comey who, when you talk about a disparity of treatment, wrote an exoneration memo two months before he interviewed Hillary Clinton, knowing that Hillary Clinton had dozens of classified, highly sensitive, compartmented information in her possession before dozens of witnesses, other witnesses were interviewed and wrote a memo clearing her, that very same FBI director, Jim Comey, on his book tour admitted, I did things to Donald Trump that I never did to Barack Obama or would have tried. So think about that, an FBI director who's admitting, I applied the law unevenly. I applied my authorities unevenly because it was Donald Trump and, and, and Republicans. And, you know, and to that point, that FBI director, having uh, cleared Clinton before he ever talked to her, opened an investigation into Donald Trump after, after he had learned that the Russia collusion uh, allegations were actually created by Hillary Clinton and then went so far as to lie to the FISA court and verify a dossier that he knew to be fake to continue uh, spying on the Trump campaign. So, you know, the American people unfortunately see that when it comes to Republicans and particularly Donald Trump, that for the past six years, We have an FBI and the Department of Justice that have literally become the enforcement arm of the Democratic Party. The enforcement arm of the Democratic Party. So you're telling me in this country that I'm supposed to trust an organization where 14 whistleblowers have just come forward telling me, telling us that there is corruptions at the highest level. More than a dozen FBI whistleblowers have come forward over the Mar-a-Lago raid saying we can't watch this abuse of power take place any longer. It's just too much for us. Right? We just can't do it. We can't sit back anymore and, and, and watch this company or are these individuals destroy people this way we can't sit back and watch as they go after a former president take his passports and i don't think that taking the passports by the way let's get back to that just for a moment was an accident i think it was done deliberately on purpose just to screw with them i think it was just to show that we're the united states government and we can take away your life Right. Like I really do. I believe that's what this all comes down to. And the way that the media is responding to it tells you. Uh, Let's also go back to the other part of the media that I've been talking about. And that is if you question anybody right now. Right. If you question any individuals in the media right now, if you're Republican or if you question, I should say, the FBI and the DOJ. The media will say that you are a domestic terrorist, and they continue to say this on TV. They're worried about extremists. They're worried about Trump supporters. They're worried about a war. Republican attacks on the Department of Justice and the FBI intensify, prompting fears rhetoric could turn to violence. Right. If you're worried about it intensifying, then why don't you? Then why are you putting out misinformation, Nora O'Donnell? 
Okay, let, let, let's just talk about it from that perspective. If you're worried about the intensity, right, all this intensifying as you describe it, then why do you keep putting out bad information to make people angry? Why do you keep putting out lies about the president? Why do you keep putting out lies about things that are happening right now in this country when you claim that Donald Trump is a liar and you say no one took his passport? You put that out there and then you don't take it back. You don't correct it. You don't admit that your sources are liars. You're putting out this information for one reason and one reason only. Because you want to destroy the conservative Republicans in this country and make sure Donald Trump is never the president. This is why Rand Paul, by the way, moved to pull the rug out from under the DOJ and leave them with nothing usable from the Mar-a-Lago raid, saying it's long past time to repeal this egregious uh, front to the First Amendment. He's come out today saying, I've had enough of this, and others need to join here. These whistleblowers at the FBI are heroes, and they should be angry that the Department of Justice and the FBI have been politicized to the point where we're trying to take down political enemies as an arm of the Democratic Party. All right, Jimmy, uh, I want you to imagine if the FBI agent investigating Hunter Biden was as biased against him as Peter's truck was against Donald Trump. What do you think Politico's reaction would be no. to that? What, what would the D.C. media's reaction be if the bureau agent was as biased against Hunter Biden as Peter's truck was against Donald Trump? There would be no other news that you would see. I mean, we all we all know the answer to that that question. Uh, we all know the, the the response to that rhetorical question. So it's it's but, but understand the template here. The template never changes with these guys. It's the left creates a lie. Big media, mainstream press reports the lie. Big tech amplifies the lie. And then when we try to tell the truth, they call us names and try to cancel us and tell us and tell the world that oh we're the ones not not being square with them. Uh, so the country though, the good news is they figured it out. And I'll tell you who else has figured it out, Trey. And you and John, with your background in law enforcement, appreciate this. 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers, and they are good people. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that's the problem. But the, some of these good agents are coming to us telling us this is baloney what's going on, the political nature now of the Justice Department. God bless them for doing it, coming and talking to us about the school board issue, about a whole host of issues. I mean, it's becoming a well-worn trail of agents who say this has got to stop. And thank goodness for them. And thank goodness that the American people recognizes it. And I believe they're going to make a big change on November 8th. Well, you know, Jimmy, speaking of... I hope, by the way, he's right. I hope that there is a, quote, big change coming on November the 8th. I hope that that is something that actually takes place. I'm not sure, by the way, that it actually will. I'm worried that parts of the country are going to buy into this crap, that Donald Trump is crazy, right? That Donald Trump is accusing the FBI of stealing his passports, and then they're going to see a report, and they're going to realize it never... Right? That You know, it's, they put it... Oh, it didn't happen, Right? It, did, it didn't happen. It never happened. That's what they said, right? It never happened. This is something that never happened. Donald Trump did not get his passport stolen. NBC News went with that story, and then they never retract. They just said, oh, well, if they did take some things inadvertently, don't worry, it will be returned. They didn't say, hey, the passports were taken. We got it wrong. These people are evil. That's what they are. They are evil.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a new spin, by the way, from these scumbags in the media. NBC came out uh, and did a segment after, basically, they have to admit that they lied to their audience, right? Saying that the passports were never taken. And their new spin on it is, well, the FBI taking Trump's passports is fine because it's actually the passport is the property of the federal government. So shut up, America, if you're upset about this. 
This gets more complicated, though, because usually in investigations, you seize a passport when you're about to charge somebody and you, you can, you're concerned they're a flight risk or you seize a passport because it contains evidence of the crimes you're looking at. The warrant says agents can seize evidence of crimes they're looking at. What are the crimes they're looking at? Espionage. Great. So what is that? What would that mean? Well, his travel record is in his passport. Could it be possible they're looking at espionage committed while traveling? I don't know. I'm leaning toward the simpler answer. Your passport is not yours, by the way. It's the U.S. government's. It's right. a privilege to have it. They can take it back. Right. And he shouldn't have a diplomatic or, or an official passport. I love this, right? You, well, it's 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 theirs anyway. They can take it back. You can't come to my house and randomly take my passport back without probable cause to take it back, right? There's still a certain set of events that have to take place for you to take my, right? There's supposed to be checks and balances. We don't live in a third world country. We don't live in the Banana Republic. We don't live in Russia or China, right? Where they can presumably just come in and just take whatever the hell they want, right? That, that th This is the problem with the media. They're acting like it is now normal for the United States government to go rogue whenever and wherever they want to. Well, they, and, they, and they say, well, it's the government's. They can take it whenever they want to. Or, okay. It is the government's, but you still have to have a official paperwork, probable cause, and a list goes on and on of things before you can just randomly take my passport. You can't just take it from me on a random Tuesday for no reason without any cause. It doesn't work that way. But that's how they try to describe it, right? To muddy the waters. Right, well, you, you, by the way, it's government property. They can take it whenever they want to. And then they sit there and they're like, well, maybe they need a passport to see where he was, you know, espionage, committing espionage. So now the president's working against the United States of America. That's the new working theory at MSNBC slash NBC. All because they got it wrong. So let's slander the president just a little bit more and say maybe committed espionage. Here's the other thing. You, you heard what the, the line they just used there. He said, well, they may have needed the passport to see where he went when he committed espionage. That would have been the warrant, and it wasn't. Right? That, that would have been the warrant. And if that was the case, they wouldn't have given back the passport to the president either. And do you really need the president's passport to know where he's traveled and when he's traveled? He's had Secret Service protection now for, what, six years? You're going to go back six years and you, you're telling me you can't connect dots to where the president of the United States of America was while he was the president? Or after, if he's left the country since he left the presidency? The absurdity on so many different levels has hit a fever pitch that is just pure evil from these scumbags in the media and now what they do and, and and this is the same thing right donald trump worked with the russians it's not true well if we say it long enough for enough years it'll undermine his presidency and that's what they did that's exactly what they did this is donald trump under attack they've never stopped and it's so they can keep him off the ballot Jim Jordan said that earlier. This is about keeping Donald Trump off the ballot. Right? This is how you keep Donald Trump off the ballot. Roger Stone was on earlier this week on Hannity. He said, if Mar-a-Lago raid was meant to intimidate Donald Trump, they don't understand Donald Trump. And I hope he's right. Was intimidation. Let's talk about it in relation to what happened to at Mar-a-Lago this weekend. And you know Paul Manafort, you know Peter Navarro. 
and why this seems, why these tactics are now being used more and more, and why does it only seem to happen to conservatives? Nothing happened to Hillary Clinton, nothing happened to the people that lied uh, before FISA courts, uh, nothing happened to the, the upper echelon in the FBI when they spread lies about uh, Russia collusion, as you point out, rightly so, that never occurred. Uh, they've had Hunter Biden's laptop. We know there are crimes and evidence of crimes on that laptop. Nothing's happened to him. Why the double standard? I'll give you the last word. Well, first of all, it's very important to recognize that I was arrested at 606. At 611, Sarah Murray with CNN texted a copy of my indictment to my, one of my lawyers. That indictment was sealed until 930 that morning. So just the leak of the indictment um, was a felony. And when you look at the metadata tags to figure out who wrote it, because it had no court markings or timestamps on it, well, it had the initials of Andrew Weissman. Look, if this was meant, this raid in Mar-a-Lago was meant to intimidate Donald Trump, they don't understand Donald Trump. I work for President Richard Nixon. I work for Senator Bob Dole, two of the toughest guys you can imagine. Donald Trump is tougher than both of them. That's why he was a great president. It's also why he'll be a great president again. All right, Roger Stone, thanks for sharing your story. It's sad that this happens in America. It's sad that it happens in America. Roger Stone is a great example of the abuse of power of the government. Right. This is I mean, this is a you know, but they're going to keep they're going to keep implying that Donald Trump is a criminal. They're going to keep implying that he's a flight risk. They're going to keep implying that Donald Trump is it, committed espionage. They're going to keep implying all this to the point where there's nothing left to do but to say he can no longer be president of the United States of America. They're going to do everything they can to indict him. Right. This is all about an indictment. Because if you can get an indictment of Donald Trump and you can keep him off the ballot, that is a win because they are terrified that he is going to win re-election. Right? They are terrified that this president of the United States of America not only will win, but he will come back and he will clean house. And that is the problem. They don't want him to have the chance to do that. Right. Go back to what I played for you earlier where they were talking about, you know, well, can the president actually, you, you know, you, you know, just, you know, use a magic wand here. Right. And just say things are declassified. Yes, he can. And the legal analysts are saying, yes, he can. That's how it works. He's the president. Well, hold on. Shouldn't there be some order to this implying there was no order? We don't know what we don't know yet because we haven't seen any of the documents. They won't let us know. We don't know what's in the documents. We don't know what the accusations are. It seems like the only thing that seems consistent is they went in there trying to find a smoking gun because they got to stop Donald Trump, which means they got to stop you from liking him. And that's why they do segments like this. Because the process of declassification. So is it what basically former President Trump is saying, which is you can wave a magic wand if you're the president and go poof, you're declassified. Is that how it works? Constitutionally, yes. Okay. The declassification authority rests with the chief executive. That's the president. The president is not just the head of the executive branch. He is the executive branch. Yes, there are all manner of forms and protocols and procedures and worksheets that one should follow. So it's done in an orderly manner. So people know what has been classified and declassified that presidents of both parties have observed for a long time. But if we're talking about just the law and constitutionally, the president has the power and it cannot be, no pun intended, it cannot be trumped 
because one of the agencies in the executive branch has come up with a worksheet that wasn't filled out. So we do need to keep that in mind. The law allows very broad, perhaps even broader than we like, but the reality is very broad declassification authority. But Miles, that doesn't make sense. How can any president, forget Donald Trump, just any president, say, poof, you're declassified and never fill out any paperwork and not tell anybody that? Uh, I, I love this. Like, how does this make sense? Okay, so now we're wanting to arrest the president because you can't make sense of it. It's not a reason to arrest the president. It's not a reason to indict the president because you're too stupid to understand and figure it out. I mean, I, I, I can't fix incompetency. Senator Rand Paul said only a few days after the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, it was time to demand that we repeal the Espionage Act, saying the Department of Justice is weighing whether or not to indict former President Donald Trump for allegedly violating the act by taking classified documents with him upon leaving office. Although whether the documents in question were actually classified is up for major dispute or debate. According to the official search warrant, the FBI raided the Trump resort on August 8th to look for said documents, as well as any evidence that the documents had been knowingly altered, destroyed, or hidden, quote-unquote. Without mentioning the president or Mar-a-Lago raid, Senator Rand Paul took to Twitter to demand the act be repealed, saying the Espionage Act was abused from the beginning to jail dissenters in World War I. It is long past time to repeal this egregious affront to the First Amendment. Repeal the Espionage Act, the Future Freedom Foundation, and, it, and it's something that we have to make sure we do. He's right, by the way. This is an outdated abuse of power moment for the, for the Democrats, and they want to use this whenever it is convenient for them to use it. That's the problem here. Whenever it's convenient... For them to use it, they will, and they'll weaponize it, and they keep doing it. Make sure you share a podcast with all of your family and friends. Please write a, a review of our podcast. Give us a five-star review. If you could take 30 seconds to do that, it helps us tremendously reach more people. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.